Welcome to the Dr. April Jasper Show, relevant conversations for business owners of today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We appreciate being a part of your life and being invited into your day. It is such a joy to be able to help our colleagues to bring value to their patients and to help you strengthen and grow your business. Join us at optometricmanagementeducation.com where you can learn more about all of the other services we provide. We have a subscription service that you can be a part of where you can learn and teach your team from the courses that we've recorded on all of the topics that are relevant to your success. We also have consulting services. And right now, if you give us a call, schedule a call with me, I'll be happy to talk to you about what we can do to help you grow your business one-on-one. Hi, everyone. I'm here at the Optometric Management Symposium with one of my best friends, Dr. Lori Mazza. Hi, Hi, Lori. Hi, glad to be here. Are we having fun? We are having a great time. It's good education, right? Great education. Yep. Getting out of bed early to, to learn stuff and then have a little fun. Exactly. So Lori's practice is in Wellington, Florida, and she is, uh, her practice name is Family Vision Center, correct? Yes. So people might think we're competitors because we're pretty much within 10 miles of each other, I think. Eight to 10. And it used to be closer than that. Yeah. And you know what? I never in my life have thought of it as that. I think we have just been the best of friends. We went to optometry school together, by the way. She was always the pretty one. No. And I was just the one that was along on the train to be there with her. (laughs) Yeah, we had a good time then too. And yeah, always still doing the same. Exactly. So Lori, I want you to tell everybody about your early days in private practice. And you weren't always in private practice, right? No, um, straight out of school, I started in commercial practice. And um, actually, you were the one that kind of inspired me to go to private practice because you moved, relocated back to West Palm and had some yeah. leads and um, gave me one of those, thank you. And it turned out into a full-time job and then yeah. that led to the practice owner wanting to sell his practice and one thing led to another and uh, bought it in 2004, um, four months pregnant when I signed the paperwork. So oh my was, gosh, I forgot that. I was kind that. of like, oh my God, what am I doing? Yes. Um, but I, you know, I'm very, very grateful and um, blessed and, you know, never yeah. look back. It, it was the best thing to do. What do you like the most about it? Like when you think back to the years, there's definitely been challenges. I'll ask you about those in a minute, but what have you really enjoyed the most? Um, I think what I've enjoyed the most is, you know, getting to be your own boss. I, I cannot imagine the thought of working for somebody and having to punch a clock right now and, yeah. and live by somebody else's rules. So I think that's one of the best things. Um, and second thing that came to mind was um, just watching what you're building and growing, it's, it's, it's almost as good as, you know, watching my children grow up, yes. um, but it, it's just your baby. It's a big baby yeah. and, you know, watching it evolve and, you know, looking back at where yep. you were and, and then yep. where you are now, it's, it's amazing. And Lori and I, because we're close enough in location and also close as people, we have kind of done this together, like raising our babies together. Oh, by the way, they're almost the same age as well. Yeah. Kind of cool how that's happened. Yes, it has. So when you look at the challenges, and she said, by the way, building her practice, what's unique about Lori, I don't know that many people have done this, is not only have you been building a business, but you actually built a building. Yes. So let's dive into that. When did you decide it was time to move into your own space? Um, Probably... 
gosh, going back to 2010, 2012-ish, um, you know, all the, you know, always reading the articles in Optometric Management, um, there was always talk about, you know, if you can own your own building, get your own building. And, yeah. and it just kind of was always there in my mind. And when we were starting to outgrow our space that we were in, and you looked at that big rent check you were paying every month, it was just always there like, man, this would be so nice if that money was going towards something that I owned instead of something that, you know, somebody else owns. Um, yeah. So, you know, just started looking and looking. And for me, I, I, you know, I figured out where I wanted to be and, and just kept looking. And then finally, um, an opportunity came up to buy a plot of land. I would have much rather have bought a building. Um, <laughs> supposedly, that's the best way to do it. But for me, there were just wasn't anything in the location I wanted to, to be in. Right that there was anything to buy. So, um, you know, with the street visibility, cause that was really key to yep. me. There was, and it has been, look at yeah, you now. There were condominiums, like uh, medical office condominiums available, yep. but um, I wanted that street visibility. And so found a plot of land and went through that. And that's a whole nother topic. I don't know how much we want to go into that, but but um, I definitely learned a lot. And um, it was- The pitfalls. Yeah, and the, 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 the pluses and minuses of, uh, you know, going through that process. And I guess one of my key takeaways there is just make sure you, you partner with the right contractor, um, uh, because that could make or break how your experience goes. You've had a couple challenges with that. I remember, was there something about your sign um, or you had water at the front? The biggest challenge was, yes, they, they built a catchment area in the back and it's supposed to like, you know, catch the water when it rains. Um, and you know, in, you know, for the hundred year flood, which apparently I guess we get enough rain for the hundred year flood yeah. way more often than we would think, but, um, land has to percolate and percolate means draining the water after it's standing there. Oh, and, go figure. um, in Florida, there's a lot of areas where there's a lot of shell rock and things underground that don't percolate. Oh. So my pond out back when it would rain would just keep growing and oh actually gosh. still to this day if we get a lot of rain um i lose the back half of my parking lot it becomes a lake um and then a couple days later it goes back to being a parking lot so um <laughs> so that was one of our biggest challenges because we had to stop building because they were they couldn't pave the parking lot because of the water that was there oh my gosh um, you know so then other issues we had with paint and lighting they didn't order the lights wow. that i wanted from my light vendor they ended up um ordering oh off-brand lights and those um didn't come in so that held us up for a while we are proud to be sponsored by macu health a triple carotenoid formula that is the only one with mesozeaxanthin lutein and zeaxanthin David and I have been using Macchia Health in our practice for several years. We love it because it's patented with micromycel technology. It's clinically proven to restore macular pigment and supported by level one scientific evidence. So we have confidence that it works. So that must be why I saw the picture of you shooing a snake out of your office one time. Is it the water? That attracted the snake that had the snake decide to live in the office? I don't, I honestly have no clue how that snake, because that was, a, it was a big snake. He was, you know, a couple feet long and I have no clue how that snake got in our office, but yes, I, you are so tough, I, you know, got, I would have freaked out. Um, it, it didn't look like it, you know, was going to bite me. So I was okay with it. Okay. Lesson in how to eliminate all these problems in your office. But no, that's the, that's the fun thing about it too. You never know what tomorrow is going to bring. 
So true. But we usually can just push through it. We learned in a leadership class today that we have to kind of not let our amygdala take over and go through that freak out moment. Yes, and I know I do that occasionally, but apparently we all do. It's human. <laughs> yeah, it's not just you. You can feel better about that now. So Lori built her own building. So she bought the practice and was in one location for uh, 10 years or so. I didn't do the math. Yeah, a little over. It was about, yeah. Then it took a year pretty much to get the building. It took about a year, yeah, to go through the uh, permitting process. And then building took about a year. It was supposed to be six months and I think it took a year to actually build the building. Wow. Well, I can tell you, and I know you know this, but you being in that location is ideal. It's a beautiful spot, beautiful building. Your patients love you and it's just continuing to grow. It turns out it's one of the biggest growing areas in Florida. So what specialties have you brought into your practice? Obviously you started out with a practice you bought and they at the time emphasized what? Um, mainly at the time it was uh, primary care and vision therapy. And um, the doctor who did the vision therapy um, just recently passed away. He was 86 years old, Dr. Oh. Stephen Franzblau. So we do miss him tremendously. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot from him. Um, I did not feel prepared to keep going with vision therapy because the more you know, the more you realize I really don't know what I'm doing in vision therapy. So right. I prefer to send that out to somebody who's passionate about it and really, really um, good at it. Yep. Um, so we, um, I've always been strong in, in primary care, ocular disease, um, contact lenses. So we're, yep. you know, those are our main specialties, specialty contacts. You know, I kind of every once in a while, I just wish I'm like, where's that minus two my hope. Oh my God. Um, yeah. cause yeah. everybody's multifocal torics and we do sclerals, uh, myopia management. Um, so you're really good at it. You're thanks. a problem solver. I've sent you some of my uh, difficult uh, contact lens patients. So thank you for taking care oh, of you're them. You're welcome. So then uh, specialties other than that, what else do you think you want to do in the future? Or are you starting into now and just getting going? Um, we're trying to figure out our protocols for um, dry eye management, um, yeah. bringing in low level light therapy, um, trying to bring in some new technology to do um, more easily do meibomian gland imaging for the patients um, yeah. because I've realized that that I think is key to building that part of the practice you know because right. I definitely know when you show a patient something they're way more likely to act upon whatever yeah. treatment plan you know follows from there so I'm looking yeah. forward to our new um, we're getting a new firefly slit lamp camera oh, um, wow. and so that will have the meibomian gland um, evaluation right there, built in, built in. Oh. and also, um, it has, you know, the capability to do, um, streaming images so I can show all those ugly eyelids that I always ask people, yeah. how do your eyelids feel when they look like this? Yeah. Right. And they are just like, Oh, I'm fine. But you know, right. I know when they see what's on their eyelids and eyelashes, they're going to be mortified. <laughs> yep. And you're concerned for good reason. Yeah. If we let that stuff continue and don't tell them, it's like telling somebody they don't have a booger in their nose. <laughs> but worse because it's going to make them actually have problems down the road. Yes. What problems does it lead to? What do you, how do you tell patients the problems it's going to lead to if they leave their eyes like that? So I, I do a lot of coaching our patients about um, my and gland dysfunction and, and dry eye and how one leads to another and the whole vicious cycle and trying yeah. to intervene in our patient care um, at an earlier stage because it's yeah. so frustrating when you get people and they're at the train wreck stage. That's right. And you can't get them better quickly. And they're just, you know, and it's frustrating to us. It's frustrating to yeah. them. 
it's expensive for them. So I, I, you know, spend a lot of time even just pressing everybody's oil glands. And, right. Um, every routine exam, I press their oil glands. I tell them what I'm doing, and then wow. I and I'm and I tell them why I'm doing it, and you know, and at least trying to oh my gosh. trying to get them to press their oil glands every day. So yeah. I think it'll be nice when I have that other technology too that I can show them what I'm seeing. Yeah, I and, love that. Um, you know, I maybe I'll be the maybe I'll be the Instagram, Facebook queen of oil gland goo. I don't know. I love that. That's you my plan. <laughs> and I'm happy that it's Lori and not me. But but it really is important. And I feel like if you could bring more awareness to patients in that area, I would benefit as well. Because they it's like uh, we, we interviewed uh, Dr. Bill Steffen about myopia management. And he was saying how one of the biggest challenges in the very beginning when he would talk to patients is they'd be like, if, if everybody, if this is such a good thing, why isn't everybody doing it? And there was almost this disbelief. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's sometimes that way, even with this meibomian gland dysfunction problem, patients are thinking, what are you talking about? Thank you to NeuroLens for being a sponsor of our podcast. We have really appreciated having the option of NeuroLens for our patients in our practice. At least two thirds of people experience the symptoms of eye misalignment. And that number grows as we continue to shift to remote work and learning. The symptoms of headaches, eye strain, dry eyes, and neck pain, eye fatigue, even motion sickness can be extreme. Even small misalignments can cause painful symptoms, and even small prism correction can provide dramatic relief. Yeah, I think maybe a little bit of that, um, but typically when I'm coaching them, they're, uh, most people are just like, oh my God, I never knew I had glands there. Um, yeah. Okay, because I use also um, some pictures that we put together in the office to show them, here's what the glands look like, here's right. what it looks like when you have this, here's where you are on the continuum, this is where we want to keep you from being. So just push on your oil glands every morning for me. And, and I have little um, vinyl clings that we made up. I, we used an emoji, um, oh. the winky eye emoji, and, and it just says, you know, Family Vision Center, and then it says, squeeze your, squeeze your eyes. Squeeze your eyelids, I think is what it says. Oh, I love that. um, And people now, it's kind of funny because they'll come back and I'll go to hand them another one. They're like, I got one already. I got to remember to do it. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. So you've gone through this whole process. It's not been always easy. Did we talk about challenges? Should we ask or should we talk about that? What's been the biggest challenge really? Um, I don't think I have any special challenges other than, you know, that, that none of us that are business owners are going through. Um, you know, it's the same right. stuff whenever we all get together and talk, it's, you know, um, we talk about our staff challenges and, and, um, yeah. try to work on strategies to stay positive and, and yep. keep the staff positive and, you know, yeah. not let the yuck spread around the office. Um, you know, different things, you know, having the right key people in place is always good. Yeah. And right now that that's yeah. obviously a challenge for all of us is, Right. finding those people because um, everybody seems yeah. we're, we're all going, where are all the employees? Right. Where's everybody that was working? Um, so, yeah. you know, that's same stuff that we all face. What about, so as we close this and we'll talk again, because I want to go into the details of building a building, but I'll give you, so by the way, you guys, Lori had literally two minutes to prepare for this. I made her just sit down and talk about this just off the top of her head. And she's awesome, as you can tell. Thanks. So we'll plan for the building one so we can walk through steps okay. that you can give people as to what they should do and maybe not do. And you do it again, though, right? Let me ask you that. Real I quick. would. I would. Okay. And, you know, it would just be bigger, better and faster the second right. time around. Exactly. What parting words do you have, Lori, for a new entrepreneur optometrist? Big question, I know, but 
what would you say to somebody who's just wanting to get out there and get started? Um, dream big, you know, have that vision in your head of where you want to be and then just slowly chip away at it, you know, one day at a time. Um, yeah. Have a mentor, have a group. If you, you know, if you don't, um, having other people that you can, yeah. that you can work with and bounce ideas off of um, is the best thing, you know, you can have. And then just, you know, break down that big dream into, into baby steps and just, you know, one yeah. step at a time. And, and it all boils down to treating people the way you want to be treated. You know, the old adage, you know, it all comes back to you. So what you, what you, the way you treat your patients, the way you treat your staff, yeah. it all is a blessing and um, comes back to you in That's multitudes. Right. It does. Oh, I love this. Lori, thank you so much. It's so good to have you just do this for me. And, uh, oh my gosh, I thank I just, you. 